Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. could you send Judas out? How could you do this? But then if we stop and think, I think Jesus would say to us, how could I send Peter out? He was a mess. He was going to deny he even knew me. James and John, they, I mean, you know, they, they, they wanted to call down fire on people. Every single one of them, just like every single one of you, evil apart from his redemptive work in our lives. As easy as it is to bash on Judas or second-guess Jesus' decision to send him out for ministry, it's important that we remember what we are, children of wrath outside of the redemptive work of Christ. In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that Judas is no more of a sinner than any of the rest of us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 1 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Recognized having limited himself to one human body, and he's going through the cities, he's going all over the place, these villages, he's, he's praying for people, he's touching people, he's healing people, he's casting demons out of people. And then he saw thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of people who needed to be touched, who needed to be healed. And the context of what is written right there, he was moved with compassion. It gutted him. It was a devastating realization because he personally could not touch every single one of them with one set of human hands. And so he turned to his students and he said, pray for more hands, pray for more laborers. And then he called them to himself. Verse one says, called his 12 disciples to him. He gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And then Matthew goes back to giving us names again. Now the names of the 12 apostles are these. First Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother. James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. Philip and Bartholomew, James, and Matthew, the tax collector. James, the son of Alphaeus and Levius, whose surname was Thaddeus. Simon, the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. These 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them saying, do not go into the way of the Gentiles and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Now listen, I have a question. Why in the world would Jesus give power to Judas Iscariot, 
Why in the world? Knowing this man was a traitor who was going to betray his trust, turn him over to the authorities. Why would Jesus commission him and send him out with authority and supernatural power to preach the gospel, to represent Jesus there in Israel, power to cast out demons, power to heal all kinds of sickness and disease? Why would he do that? Why in the world? This guy, he didn't deserve it. Well, I can think of a couple of reasons that Jesus chose to use Judas. Number one, he was actually no less deserving than the other 11. Judas was actually no more corrupt than any of the others. We look at it and we make it, you know, it's like, okay, this is crazy. How, how, could, you, how could you use Judas like this? How could you send Judas out? How could you do this? But then if we stop and think, I think Jesus would say to us, how could I send Peter out? He was a mess. He was going to deny he even knew me. James and John, they, I mean, you know, they, they, they wanted to call down fire on people. Every single one of them. Just like every single one of you. Evil apart from his redemptive work in our lives. Unless the spirit of God cleanses us and transforms us, we are all unholy children of wrath. Just like the others. As the apostle Paul wrote to the Romans. The second thing, though, that I think came into play here, Jesus had compassion on the multitudes of lost people. And he used unworthy, undeserving men because that's the only kind of men there are. He uses undeserving, imperfect women because that's the only kind there are. Pastor Chuck told us one time at a pastor's conference about this faith healer that he knew of. He, he said, this guy, you know, he, and I'll never forget it. Chuck said, he said, I know, personally know people who were healed when that man laid hands on them and prayed for them. But he was a fake. And Chuck told us, he's like, this guy was, he was a drunk he was in it for the money. And after he died, it all came out, it all came to light that this man had been a fake, he had been a charlatan, he had been a crook, he was just taking people's money. And yet, people actually got saved, people actually got healed through, how can that be? Because God is still moved with compassion. And apparently this crooked, drunk, charlatan, quote-unquote, healer was very persuasive. And he persuaded people to cry out to God and ask for healing. And people cried out to God and asked for healing. And God healed them. Like I told you before, you know, it, I look at this and I... And I Matthew knew that he was wicked. The Pharisees, they didn't realize. They too were wicked. Matthew had no problem with the idea, yes, I am evil. And when Jesus called him to come and follow him, to become one of his students, it, it broke through. The call broke through to him.
This is such a message to us, guys, the church of Jesus Christ in the 21st century. Because so often the church of Jesus Christ is busy pointing fingers, yelling at people, telling people how disgusting they are, how unrighteous and unworthy of God's love. Instead of doing what Jesus did, smiling at them, calling them to come and follow, come and be loved, come and be taught. Romans chapter two, verse one says, therefore you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judge, for in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. But we know that the judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. And do you think this, O man, you who judge those practicing such things and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? The goodness of God led Matthew to repentance. Jesus, it was a simple invitation. Come follow me. Come let me teach you. Come be my student. Again, Jesus didn't say to Matthew, you're going to have to stop this. You're going to have to change that if you want to come and follow me. Jesus simply said to Matthew, come follow me. Matthew understood that if I'm going to follow Jesus, I have to deny myself. I have to, I have to leave all that behind. Just like I understood the night that he called me, I understood he's calling me to come and be taught by him. He's calling me to come and let, let him lead me and teach me. I have to reorient my life to him. That's repentance. And honestly, that night, I wasn't thinking. That next morning, I wasn't thinking about all the things I was leaving behind. I was just thinking about him and following him and learning from him. And as I did that, he began to show me some things that were going to hinder that, some things that were going get to get in the way of that. listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time, and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? Please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. 
Thank you for praying. And if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.